The following program is sponsored by Salt and Pepper Conversations. Welcome to Salt and Pepper Conversations with author and speaker David Savage and pastor and evangelist Aaron Thomas. Salt because as Christians, we're called on to be salt and light in a world of darkness. Pepper because as men, we struggle with things like hot tempers and dark thoughts. Let's join David and Aaron for today's topic. Good afternoon, salt and pepper listeners. Today, we're beginning a new four-part series called The Four Faces of Manhood. They are the king face, the warrior face, the lover face, and the friend face. (laughs) And if you don't want to have a sad face (laughs) after a lightning strike fries all your digital entertainment devices, call ERS. Electronic Restoration Services, before you toss everything out to buy new. ERS. ERS can help you recover your existing damaged electronics at a fraction of the cost. So thank you, ERS, again, for sponsoring our show. Pastor Aaron, are you ready to put on your best king face? Uh, Dave, you know I'm always ready to talk about anything that helps restore me to becoming a better man of God, and that adds biblical value to the life of the men uh, that we're speaking to and... The women that are listening for the man that they're looking for. I, too, want to just take a moment and say good afternoon to my salt and pepper people. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hope you're doing well this Sunday afternoon and that you've been enjoying the show and our conversations. We hope that we have brought some value to your life, your thought process, and your walk with God. Um, I, too, also, man, you know, I always got to give my shout out to ERS. Um, They recover and restore all electronics. So, electronics. Electronic uh, Restoration Services, thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do to help us um, on this show. Come on, Dave. All right. Well, an authentic man balances these four vital expressions or faces of manhood. Today, we want to focus on the king face, which reflects righteous energy. So listen to how Proverbs 4.18 puts it. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, shining brighter and brighter until midday. Or Proverbs 27 puts it this way. The one who lives with integrity is righteous. His children who come after him will be happy. Your king face is expressed when you choose right over wrong, self-sacrifice over selfishness, duty over neglect, principle over compromise, to confront a friend about his destructive choices rather than letting him continue in sin. A few examples. So, Aaron, your middle name is David. My first name is David. So we have both uh, have a connection, you know, to that name. Can you tell us a Bible story where King David showed the best qualities of his king face? David, beloved. Yes. That's what that means in the Hebrew and Greek. Um, well, you know, my whole name, Aaron David Thomas, is biblical. Um, Aaron, the high priest, exalted and strong. David, as I just shared, beloved, and Thomas, the doubter. (laughs) Um, I had to see it to believe it. But anyway, um, in the book of Acts, the Apostle Paul, first of all, wait a minute. I just noticed you was quoting a lot of scripture. I thought I'm the pastor evangelist on the show. Hey, I just want to know people. I want people to know I'm biblically literate as well. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. I'm just giving you a hard time, my friend. But yeah, in the book of Acts, the Apostle Paul speaks uh, of God's feelings about uh, King David. After removing Saul, he made David the king. He testified concerning him. 
I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. That's the way I want to be. Right? His heart was pointed uh, uh, toward God. He had a deep desire to follow God's will, do everything God wanted him to do because he had absolute faith in God. That was his best quality ever. That was his king face. Even when he wasn't acting kingly, and I know we'll get to that a little more. However, more to your question, when I think about it and, and situations concerning uh, King David, three really jumped to my mind, and the fourth is very familiar. But the first three that came to my mind, especially when you do the breakdown of uh, what a king face looks like, you know, I, I thought about um, David when. He showed great faith in, in God in killing Goliath, right? That was his principled path right. over comfort and circumstance, right? Mm -hmm. Then you had he had great respect for God when he didn't king kill, king, kill King Saul in the cave, choosing right over wrong, right? He could have got him in that compromising position. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a compromising for all of us. It is. If you don't know what we're talking about, go read the story. <laughs> anyway, and then he showed great compassion and kindness of God when he had restored uh, to Mephibosheth, promising to restore him to uh, all the fields of Saul's kingdom. See, he was Mephibosheth. Say was the great yeah say that three times fast was the uh, grandson of Saul and when Saul died and David took over the kingdom you know David showed duty over neglect he could have just let this uh grandson of Saul's die but the most famous story you already know this is uh when he was caught uh by confronted by the prophet Nathan about having an affair with Bathsheba, murdering Uriah, lying, right? It took courage um, for David to admit his sin and his fault and to repent and correct it, right? That is the king face. A man, those qualities, putting them on uh, no matter what, so much so that people can see it in you, see it in your face and go, man, that those are the attributes of a king, Right? And we're kingdom children, heirs to the throne, so it makes sense that this should be one of our faces. Well, I think uh, Nathan actually had to show a little king face himself because, <laughs> you know, it says, you know, to confront a friend about his destructive choices. And, you know, when the king could just have you killed, you know, for no reason or, you know, as, at a whim to confront him on such a thing, you know, he was really taking a big risk. And uh, sometimes King Face requires that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Men today are more known for wearing masks or putting on a saving face. You know, they have this stoic face where I can't cry or this athletic face where I, I must be physically fit, always ready to compete. Uh, the materialistic face, which uh, defines my self-worth. I have all this stuff. Look at me. <laughs> Here's one we dealt with in our last topic, the mm -hmm. sexual face. The more women I sleep with, the bigger uh, a man I am. One that most of us walk around with in the circle of men is always trying to put on this face of aggression, right? Being the aggressive man, I must prove my manhood always. Then the guy that uh, I the know. Warrior. I, the warrior. We might be talking about that oh, later. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to him, right? Because that's one. That can be a positive right. and a negative, right. right? The joker face. Everything's a joke to me. Invincible. Know-it-all or alpha. These different faces that men put on are nothing like 
the better man, the godly man, king face that David wore, which we should remember to strive and put on. Dave, I wrote this uh, uh, for us when I was thinking about this. A man with a king face today imitates Christ. He's turned into he he's tuned into his family's needs and concerned for their spiritual welfare. He looks for ways to help people grow in their relationship with God. He provides physical support, grace, and encouragement. He is ready to protect, help, and defend in hard times and in good times, in season and out of season. He's ready to lay down his life for those who have been entrusted to his care or those in his sphere of influence. Well written. Thank you, sir. I like that. That is a I good description. I took that from uh, a page from the Dave Writer book. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also know, you know, as you mentioned in the Bathsheba story, that King David was human, you know, like the rest of us, and demonstrated some ugly characteristics yes, of did. the king face. And, you know, uh, I think I've done that myself uh, more than I care to admit Not me, or Dave. confess. Not yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> One example of an ugly side of this face is becoming a tyrant. So when you have authority and power, it's easy to abuse that and you become a tyrant, you know, and that could be with your family or your subjects or whatever your kingdom is in the metaphor. When a man overly expresses his king face, he lives by the sword and terrorizes everyone in his life. Another ugly side of the king face is the abdicator. And this is the one that I think is uh, the, the pandemic of today more than COVID because Basically, when a man expresses his king face too weakly, he throws down his sword and surrenders the righteous causes for which he is called to fight. And that's where we are today. There's just a lot of men who have basically thrown down their sword and surrendered to this whole cancel culture. So, Pastor Aaron, you know, there are two entire books in the Old Testament called First and Second Kings. Can you give us some examples where these ugly sides of the king face were demonstrated. Wow, man, ugly sides of uh, of the king face. First of all, if we're just going to talk about kings that had ugly faces in the sight of God, and I'm talking about according to the attributes that we ascribe to this look. You, you think about it, the King Saul, Manasseh, King uh, Ahaz. Uh, man, look, I could say all these names that I have written here because you all know me. I like to do my biblical research. But there were over 33 kings, and they did evil in the sight of the Lord thy God. That That's 33 kings that either were tyrannical, were abusive, or abdicated their authority. Idolatry. Uh, oh, full of it. And, and, and that is a form of abdication, right? They're supposed to lead their people to the true God. They set up these false gods so that people will follow them, right, and, mm-hmm. and, and lead a whole nation into years uh, of sin against a living God, right? And that's what men, oh, wow, okay, Lord, let's get it. <laughs> that's what men do today, right? When we abdicate the authority that God has done us, uh, given us as men, when we allow uh, circumstances, situations, media, uh, uh, fear and these things to... Um, have us put on our ugly king face, so, so so to speak, and we start not doing what we're supposed to be doing and allowing our wives, women. I'm thinking about the church pastors, mm-hmm. okay, because uh, men won't step in the church. I have to adapt to the culture and allow this woman to have this position of authority in the church over men, which goes against God. But it happened before in the Bible. 
Men abdicated their authority. They didn't put on their king face. They didn't do what they were supposed to. They were, um, you had kings who did all kinds of heinous things in the sight of the Lord who didn't rule right or love according to how God commanded. You know, Proverbs uh, 29.2 says, When the righteous increase, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, people groan. When, it, when, when the king's face is ugly, when the man's face is uh, 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 not doing what it's supposed to do, it causes people to groan in all different manners and aspects of life, you know, mm-hmm. just stretch the thought out. In Proverbs twenty eight fifteen, it says like a roaring lion and a rushing bear is a, is a wicked ruler over a poor people, right? The people become poor because this lion and this bear are ravenous and, and destroying and taking and just hurting people. This is the ugly side of of king face when a man that is not governed by and doesn't govern his life by the word of God, he has etched out God. I catch. I hope you catch that. That's ego in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, etched God out. Oh, I should have said it that way in his life and replaced it with himself. And by that, he is letting himself down. And like you said, or worse, he is letting himself be pushed around by others because of fear, no self-respect, uh, no understanding of who he is and his position in God. Um, he he allows himself to be emasculated. And mm-hmm. that is just not a good look for a man, right, who's called to be king. That's correct. The leadership, the king. Yeah. So as we discuss these four phases of manhood in this series, we want to reach out to you, our listeners. We're trying to do more with engagement and uh, to help us with name recognition regarding the face of our program, its name. So with so many podcasts available today and search engines and algorithms driving that process, we have been in prayer about renaming the show so that it might be easier for people who aren't familiar with it to find it if they were going to go search. So we want it to be easy to find. And presented to men who are searching for new podcasts to help them with struggles like this when they need to be wearing their king face. A a good title with appropriate keywords for search engines will help. And we'd like your thoughts and suggestions for a new name that will help drive us toward a larger audience. Help us out. So please email us your ideas to saltandpepperconversations at gmail.com. And I'm not suggesting anything because I want open creativity. So now back to the king face discussion. Well, real quick, let me just chime in on that because I know when people uh, hear salt and pepper conversations, they're like, how did they come up with it? Yes, we're a black and a white guy and we're talking about it. But we realize this is radio. Nobody can see us. <laughs> <laughs> they're not catching it. We haven't graduated to radio and television yet, you know. So we're truly looking for something where it makes it easy for you to catch us, to catch up with what we're doing to to, like you said, algorithms and buzzwords. He knows about all that stuff where you, the listener, can easily find us talking about men of God, what it is to be a man of God. Ladies, you can listen and hear uh, what a man of God should look like and how he should apply or be able to hear something about what you're dealing with with the man in your life. And the thing about this, we're headed back to the king face, and I just want to say this. No Christ, no real king face. And my king face is nothing without Christ. I want my king face to reflect the true king. Right. So let me just give you a a situation of a time when I actually had to put on the king face. And it was was very, very difficult. You know, so I was a a district manager, you know, for my former company. And 
where one of my employees was badly burned in a refinery. Wow. He was reading a corrosion pro- probe, and it's installed in a line with a 600-degree hydrocarbons, and I won't get any more technical than that. But he was burned badly, substantial, third-degree burns over both of his legs. Oh. And the event became a very serious safety incident investigation between our firm and one of our largest global customers. As the district manager, you know, I'm trying to take care of my employee and his family needs, but was feeling tremendous pressure, you know, from our CEO to try to convince him not to file a lawsuit with the customer. So I was getting calls from the CEO and he's like, hey, David, man, how is, you know, this individual feeling is, you know, we know in this state that a lot of people get lawsuits and we know lawyers are probably calling him and this is a big big corporation that we don't want to have a bad <laughs> situation yeah, right. with. And I, and I was like, well, you know, what do you want me to do? And I said, well, you just got to, you got to convince him, you know, not to sue. And I went, well, I can do that if we, if we take care of him. And so, you know, he was uh, a young man, you know, with a young family, he had three kids. I'm sitting there in the burn ward in the hospital and he's basically got gauze and there's no skin on his legs and it's just fluids oozing out. And his wife's looking at me and just, David, are you going to, are you going to take care of us? And I said, yes, yes, I am. And so basically over a period of time, you know, we had to find out, you know, how well he was going to be able to recover. He was terrified, didn't want to go back into the refineries. And so we had to do this physical test. He couldn't perspire uh, adequately, so his heart rate would race. And so we actually, thankfully, you know, he, he wasn't going to be required to return to work because that's also part of the whole workman's comp thing. And And I ended up negotiating, you know, a settlement with him and his family representing our company that basically we paid, you know, his salary for four years while and all of his medical costs and, you know, for him to uh, to go back to college to become a nurse. Wow. And I brought a couple of little cards I got because these are things when you show the king face, especially when, you know, it, yeah. it was a tough situation, but I, here's a card that his uh, his wife wrote to me. She said, David, just wanted to express to you our sincere thanks for everything you have done to help make this past year a little easier. Without your extra help, I know things would have been a little different for us, and we wanted you to know we appreciate every effort you put forth to help us out, Robin. Okay. And then I, four years later, I went to his uh, graduation. Here's his little announcement, and I took his family out to dinner and uh, – and he's he's the, working as a nurse now, and uh, it it was a great feeling, and that's why I've saved those. That's you know been uh, really since the 1990s is when that happened. But that's the king face when you're in a situation in the corporate world is saying, hey, you know, you need to do this, but you you're looking at that individual, and he's he's only got you, you know, to do the right thing, right over wrong, and uh, and so that that's something that's easier for me to share because that was when I was doing. The good thing, the real king face. Amen. Now, well, that, that, I mean, that's it. Like you, like you said earlier in the show, that's choosing right over wrong, principle over compromise. You know, um, that's awesome, man. That that is truly an awesome story. Well, what about? Uh, do you have any examples when you had, you know, either either the tyrant or the abdicator, or you know, your own well, uh, good story well, when you showed the king face? Well, I, I have one that's really close and personal to me, um, showing the king face, and that's. That's um, confronting my destructive choices. You know, there was a time where I was confronted by all my kids at different times because of my past. You know, my kids have got to see me come out of it and serve the Lord for the last 15 years and and uh, really asked me and confronted me about 
all the wrong things that I did, you know, for our listeners who don't know, I was at one time a street pharmacist who's been on a federal, state, and county holiday. But God is good, the redemptive power of the Lord, you know. I'm a pastor, um, evangelist. I have an incredible relationship with my family. I, um, my a beautiful wife um, work for a Fortune 50 company. Yeah, and I always I always do that <laughs> when I tell the this when, when I tell this story. You know, it's real personal to me. But you know, I got to con- I was confronted, and I got to uh, show my king face by showing my kids the integrity of God and what God can do. Not lying to them, not watering it down, not telling them what they wanted to hear or or what I thought they needed to hear. Just telling them the truth and and trusting in that and trusting. Um, sacrificing my emotions, my feelings uh, for for their truth and for theirs, right? I, I had to put their want and their need before me saving face, and that allowed me to put on a king's face, right, mm-hmm. so that I could lead them properly. Like my kids, and, and when they come to me now for wisdom, uh, when they come to me for understanding the situation, they see what I've been through. They saw this opportunity where I sat down, and that was a tough conversation. But it uh, it was a blessing in disguise because now when I give my kids advice, now when they're going through some hardship, heartache, hard time, they go, my dad's been through it, right? And he doesn't use the excuses of the things that happened to him, nor does he uh, hold on to the things that happened as a result of the things that happened to him. The he wages ho- of yeah, sin. Yeah, <laughs> the wages. I hold on to God and I put on my king face. Whenever I can. Well, I think I've also been a tyrant um, at times. and No, not you, Dave. David, I do it, not believe. <laughs> and, and it is. It's, it's ugly, especially when you have authority over people or your family. Like maybe just not even listening to your kids is a simple thing. When they want to tell you what they're upset about and you're just like, you know, giving the lecture. I was a, a pretty long-winded lecturer, if you can imagine. Yeah. You know, with this is kids. what's right. <laughs> this is what you need to do. And you missed everything they were truly saying. But, and all they wanted to do was be heard. Right. Listening. I think listening is really a big part of being a pastor, uh, being a, a salesperson, you know, which I was for a long time. And and also uh, just being a good parent. So I think listening and we're glad that we have you as listeners out there. We want we want to know if you're out there because. We'd like to hear from you. Yeah, holler at us. You and, know, <laughs> uh, we want to we want to talk about things that you care about besides the name of the show. So, email us at salt and pepper conversations at gmail dot com. Yeah, and don't don't be shy. Listen, we we take all comers, believers, non believers. Hey, e- even if you don't like the show or have ideas of the way that you think we could go that would be more beneficial to men. Out there, you know, holler at us. We want to hear from you. Salt and pepper conversations at gmail.com. And remember, we're also looking to change the name to make it uh, easier to find. Not because we're not satisfied with it, but we realize that it might throw people off. They may think they're looking for a cooking show. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> so um, we're, we're definitely doing that. So we definitely need your input and help. Well, Aaron, would you like to go ahead and. Uh... Pray us out on this king face topic. And then, again, next week we'll be talking about the warrior face. Amen. Father God, uh, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord, and we pray that our king face reflect yours, our king, 
our Lord, our Savior, Jesus, that others may see us and know that we've been in the presence of God, that we have served, that we serve a living, loving God who sits high and looks low. Lord, we thank you uh, for this day. We thank you. Uh, Sunday's a great day, an opportunity to reflect on the many blessings that you've given us and the many opportunities that you have put before us in the week to come. Lord, bless our listeners. Uh, Bless all that will tune in. Uh, Lord, grow our ministry uh, so that you and our Lord and Savior, Jesus, can be glorified. Lord, we love you, we praise you, and we give you thanks. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. See you next time. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Salt and Pepper Conversations with David Savage and Pastor Aaron Thomas. Tune in next time as we tackle more tough topics to train a generation of better men. You can contact David and Aaron through Salt and Pepper Conversations at gmail.com. That's Salt and Pepper Conversations at gmail.com.